On this show, it's only good vibes. Talking about music from Beyonce to Tribe. In the world where it's always politicking. Run, why your boy Kanye be tripping? I don't know, so we put it on the shelf. Listen to Conrad when he brings up mental health. Is Michael Jackson really the king of pop? There's no debate if you ask, be shocked. Conversation so tight, it be gripping you. We love getting suggestions from our listeners. Do something foolish, try and run if you can. All you gonna do is end up a victim of Who's Man's. Welcome to another week of Who's Man's podcast. We hope you enjoy it. What up, though, everyone? Welcome back to the Who's Man's podcast. I'm your host, Ronda Don, a.k.a. Mr. Taylor Mate. In the building with me, I got my man's Conrad. What's up, beautiful people? Man, it feels like it's been forever. But we back and we better before we move forward and catch up with y'all. Let's find out who's here. Is this thing still on? <laughs> Get it? What up, beautiful people? <laughs> and we back like we never left. Before I keep going. <laughs> Wow, what's up with you? <laughs> <laughs> Who was this inspired by? I don't think I caught this reference. Well, at first I was going to just say uh, it's been a while, but then Conrad said it. So I just copied everything he said. <laughs> Good job, Conrad. You stole all the momentum. Uh, shit. Well, it's been, it does feel like, it feels like it's been months. That's all it takes is one week. But you know what? The love is still here. Uh-huh. Forever. Forever, uh-huh. ever. Forever, ever. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. How y'all doing? Bro. Like I said, it's been a couple of weeks. You've been living all right? I've been good, man. Just same old. It's just a different day. But we live and we breathing, so I'm steady. That's what's up. That's what's up. What about you, B? You know, just... I'm trying not to say the same thing. <laughs> we back. Uh, yeah. Nah, life is crazy and all that stuff. And, you know, lots of stuff happening. But Sorry, the way you said that, I bro, am... like you're about to start saying, life is crazy. Now I got a kid. <laughs> I'm a dad, y'all. But... I'm out here trying to make it, trying to keep sane in this America. But we'll talk about that soon. Mm. Ain't we all? <laughs> you, you good, you good, Ron? What about you, Ron? I'm straight, you know. I'm living all right. I'm excited for the upcoming weekend we got. People coming through. Oh, yeah. It's the big weekend. Oh, must be nice. You're Man. invited and you will be here, so don't ask. Okay. Oh, wait a minute, though, Ronald. Didn't something happen this past weekend? I believe it was like the anniversary of the Great War or something like that, but I don't think people really celebrate that too much. Um, (laughs) on, On that day in 1990, yeah, 1990. Somebody was born. Do you know who it is? Who it was? It was me. <laughs> uh, yes, I did wah, celebrate wah, my wah, birthday wah. this past weekend. Had a great weekend. Had a dope dinner. Got to chill. We went out to um, the river on Saturday. Hung out um, with a couple of friends and floated down the river. That was fun. Overall, it was a great birthday weekend. Ooh. 
We got friends. Oh, that's why they want to talk to us no more. Yeah, I'm, y'all are real close to being replaced. Oh, okay. Like, at, first, uh, I was only replace y'all with celebrities. Now I'm just ready to replace y'all. So okay. Stay on your guard. Try me. Stay on your guard. <laughs> try me. <laughs> try me if you want to. Try me. Hey, y'all. <laughs> are y'all gonna be on a boat this weekend? No, nah, we decided to go ahead and make it a pool party and chill. Mm. All right, now watch yourself. Someone's so, coming down there to make sure that replacements never happen. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah, if there's even one person here that Brian doesn't recognize, it's gonna be so many questions. <laughs> oh, so who are you? Oh, uh. and how long have Brian you known? Was this? <laughs> how, uh, what color was this? What color was his poop? Huh? Okay. Oh, you know, okay. Hey, anyway, all right. I'm trying to go ahead and get down to business. <laughs> you know, I'm taking to a place that you need to go. <laughs> Oh, fake ass friends. Oh, I wish you would. All right. So, so first up on the Who's Man's agenda, <laughs> did y'all get a chance to check out that Tyler the Creator freestyle he did on Hot ninety seven with Funk Flex recently? Oh, man, if you didn't, you need to just go now. Just pause and go now. Yeah, <laughs> the butt butt freestyle. If that's, that's what we calling one. it. That's a new one. I'm not, I'm not heard that one. <laughs> I loved, I loved watching it and how uncomfortable he made. Uh, Flexville, and I love the fact that he would not let up throughout the entire freestyle. Like, he never put his foot off the gas. I will give Flex credit because he did way better than I thought he would react to it. I thought he'd be, I thought he would like try to cut the beat off, or oh, cut it down. yeah. But you know, he, he tried to laugh it off, he tried to go along with it. <laughs> but like you said, Tyler just wouldn't stop. <laughs> Tyler really eased into that, too. <laughs> like, he said, he set it up almost like it was from a Meeting each other to a date to now we're trying to fuck, bro. Right <laughs> <laughs> through that whole freestyle. Oh, and people, people sleep on Tyler. He got bars, and he, he was spitting. But I always like, okay, I guess I never understood. Is he gay or is he not? Or does he just play? Or is he just playing the whole? Uh, like someone said, Tyler just having good old white boy fun, and he's just <laughs> that's what he's doing. I do think in that instance that was just him having some of that white boy fun messing with Flex, but I, I think based off his last two albums and the, the lyrics and the things that have been behind him, even though he hasn't like verbally confirmed what he considers his orientation to be, there's no doubt that he at least has some type of interest in men. Okay, because I didn't know if it was a rumor or not, and then when then he's rapping again, I'm like, all right. Funny enough, they were talking about him. I actually just got through listening to a podcast um, called Dissect that like broke down his entire Flower Boy album. And after really listening in depth to the lyrics on that and the entire theme of it, there's no question that that whole album was about him having some type of attraction or feeling for another man. So even though he maybe hadn't answered it in an interview, I think he's put it out there enough for people to make their own assumptions as as much as he wants it to. And that was a free uh, promo for that podcast, by the way. So if y'all, which is a great podcast, Look, I, I ain't even mad at the free. They deserve it. This, that dude puts they in do. Work. All right, that well, work and give us some po- some, some sponsors. <laughs> like I'm trying to figure out how long does that take to put in the amount of work that he does. He did Lauren Hill as well, one of the greatest albums of all time. Um, and I mean. He just goes so far in depth on songs that I, for years, I listened to the same album and I never ever thought <laughs> that she was talking about what he came up with. But he bats it up with interviews and all that stuff. So it's pretty cool. So, 
Yeah. Crazy thing is I don't remember his yeah. name. I wanted to give him a shout out like his name is, but you know, the name of the podcast is Dissect, so check it out. <laughs> he sounds like an Andrew. That's what I would call him. Like Andrew. <laughs> yeah. I, I know it's not that because I just I feel like it's something that's kind of unique. Not like that's something you never heard of, but that's something you you hear every day. Peter. Like, okay. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so what are we talking about, Tyler? Did you guys ever listen to his last album? Oh, so I think actually I would say Ron, you encouraged me to listen to him again because I was so distant from his like first projects that I didn't listen to Flower Boy. So I went back and listened to Flower Boy, and then. After that, he had just dropped uh, it's Eagle, right? Yeah. And I think he's a, he's 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 a genius at what he does. I, like personally, mm. what he, at what he does. I, that last album, the last, and I might be like just speaking out of since I don't really listen much to him, and so I'm like really hype off of his music right now. But I just thought like from his lyrics to his instrumental soundtracks, all that just the albums flowed really well. He tells a story and I don't know. It was, it was different in a way because he is Tyler. So he's just unique in his character. But even like some of the visuals he made for the, some of those uh, albums I thought were insane, but. You know, funny enough, if you, if we were had, had this conversation last week and you called him a genius, I would have said that you might've been reaching, but after listening in depth, dissection of his work and understanding better the things he was saying and, and then learning about how much of his music he actually creates on his own. Mm. I think he has like solo production credits on over 90% of his entire albums, like all the ones he's ever put out. So he really does have a lot of creative control over everything we hear from him. And I would agree with you now, like he definitely is on, on that genius status for me too. He's put in a lot of work in a lot of different areas that makes me believe in his vision. Mm. Yeah, I'll be honest. I don't. I honestly can say I don't know one Tyler the Creator song. Mm. I don't think I've ever heard one. Um, and I even went to his festival. And I can't say, Wait, how did you manage to do that? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think I even. I heard him talk. I don't think I heard him perform. So but... You were like, "Oh, that's Tyler." All right, bet. <laughs> go to go use a restroom. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I don't think I know anything. But um, and I knew like for the longest time, I, I I purposely did not want to listen to him because he had a lot of antics, and I didn't like all that. Um, what do you mean by like what what antics did he have? That like he would purposely say things like crazy off the wall things and I used to see clips of like things he would try to do to be funny almost like in the the same vein as uh what's the jackass crew oh yeah but I, I yeah. kind of never followed them either um, if, if, if jackass was still on when Tyler blew up he definitely would have been on definitely yeah and I definitely would have wild boys <laughs> but uh yeah I would listen to him, especially after he did that whole thing to DJ Khaled. Like, I pre- oh, I ain't gonna say I appreciate it, but <laughs> I don't know. So I, I would maybe if we did like a if we ever brought reviews back, you know, shout out to Ghost that one day we maybe will review. Uh, if we ever did album, if it was reviews, ever available anywhere, <laughs> if we did album reviews again. Uh, 
I would definitely like. Why? What, why not listen to it now? What's stopping? I'm, you? I'll be honest with you, and I've been facing this a lot. Maybe over the past year, I don't really like listening to new music unless it's by an artist that I completely trust, or like a, <laughs> or like a, even if it's a new artist, I, uh, I probably would have. Somebody I trust gave you to gave you as a new artist to me. But outside of that, I'm just not really into listening to any new music. Dang, so I really was about to ask you guys this would you rather question. Would you rather never listen to a, to the old songs or albums that you know of or, or or only always listen to new music coming out? So I guess, Brian, you would not pick that. Oh, 100% I would only listen to the old stuff. 100 Oh my god, it's sad. And I wish, hopefully it'll wear off. It's been this way for about a year, though. Um, but hopefully it'll wear off where I, I'm willing to listen to new artists again and find new talent. But, ugh. They so hit or miss. I'd rather just go with the for sure thing at this moment. Hmm. Ron? Yeah, I'm going to agree with Brian. I got to go with what I already know as well. And as much as I still enjoy listening to music that's new and discovering new artists and even genres at this point, it's like the the music that I have with me now that that's been with me for decades at this point is tied to so many memories or times in my life that I just couldn't imagine giving that up for something that may never hit that same way again. Would you do that the same if it was if I switched it up and said movies? Ooh, and oh. I think I would go for new movies. I don't have a strong attachment to movies. So I would be willing to give up what I know. Okay, yeah. I probably would do say the same thing though, because like hell, all the biggest movies now are either remakes or sequels. It was something that I've already seen that I thought was better. So, yeah, I probably would just watch my old stuff. Nice. What about you, Conrad? What's your answer to these? Yeah. <laughs> I was, uh, for the movies one, definitely watch, I'll take watching a new movie every time going back to watch them. But for the music, I was stuck because I just always think about, like, these new, like, yes, it might not be all the time, but these new artists that just blow your mind away and will, like, never get to hear them kind of makes me feel like, damn, I'm missing out on something. But at the same time, I'm comfortable with what I already know. So it was just tough to pick that one. So I I don't know. I'm just thinking of, like, artists that were thinking, like, for me, it would be, like, Masego, who was, like, this really inspiring and talented musician who can play create his own music in on the spot during a concert can sing and do all this stuff oh. missed him out or you know what's her name ari or is it lennox oh. or lennox yeah yeah never hear someone with her caliber like i'm just trying to put it in context now if we stopped at like let's say the 2000s and from there on it was never hear any new music right Mm-hmm. So like now, of course now I know what we have now. So those artists would would never hear for them, so and that's like, just not is- and that's just not just like music. Like that can be like beats being made. That can be jazz. Like like you know that's what I'm thinking about across, not just like lyrical. So like all of me, I would definitely miss that feeling of falling in love with a new artist. <laughs> What's it? Fuck y'all. <laughs> who's, the, who's the last new artist you fell in love? With? Uh. uh Ari Lennox is a recent one. Yeah. I, I will put her up there. Right. Let me think. Who was for me? It's yeah, Ari. Uh, like I said, Masego. 
And right now, I don't know if it's because of the album you put me on, Ron, but is it YBN? How do you say his last his other name? I, I want to say Corday. Corday. That dude is me. a vibe, bro. Like his that album has just clicked with me, and I have never heard of anything really of his. I don't think I've ever heard. If I did hear, I didn't know it was from him. But right now, he's he's on the a loop. I would also yeah, kind of say, uh, well, go ahead. You got someone, Brian? Well, I was going to say, for me, it probably would be like this new draw I heard of, um, Beyonce. It's wow. Like, I've never heard of her. <laughs> but yeah, somehow you always got to mention her. <laughs> no, nah, mine would definitely probably be her. It's like the last new artist where I was like, okay, yeah, I will follow her for a while. But other than that, I have to be clear, heard. everyone, there's an artist named her that he's referring to. Yeah. He's not talking about Beyonce anymore. ATR. <laughs> That's probably the last person that made me excited to listen to new music. Really? Yeah. And oh, and my little sister. Sorry. Shout out to my little Damn, sister. Damn, I was about to say. <laughs> Damn, she's, like, she's listening like, wow. Wow. Right, real friends. <laughs> Most it be, importantly. It be, yo, oh. My little sister, Aquarius. A-Q-U-A-R-I-U-Z. <laughs> I didn't know how to pronounce it. You know how to pronounce it. That's not her real name. That's her artist name. Oh, okay. Aquarius. A Q U A R I U Z. Look her up. She verified that. Hey, she she a I don't know what you call it on there, but she a verified genius on genius or whatever you call it. Hey. No, that's what's up. Her album is good. Uh, Me and Thurio checked it out and we both enjoyed it. Y'all got some of the tracks and rotation. We talented in this family. Damn it. Get it. Content producers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and keep moving to the next topic. This one is the one that our man Brian wants to talk about. So I'm going to go ahead and pass it off to you to bring it on for us. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, we're, we're, we're pretty thick into the 2020 elections. We literally got about. 20 plus people, no joke, running for president on the Democratic side and a few people flirting with challenging uh, 45 on the Republican side. And we got a bunch of people jumping in for Senate and different races around the country locally and on a national level. And while I know we can talk about that, and that's going to be a hot topic here uh through the end of the year, or through, I'm sorry, through the rest of this year and next. My question is something I was wondering is as we enter this election cycle as black men, right? Because a lot of people say that we kind of underperform when it comes to supporting and voting and participating in any of these types of elections. Um, how one are you planning on staying invested and made aware of everything that's happening? And if you choose not to stay abreast of everything and participate, how did you come to that decision? And then if you did come to that decision, how All right, I know it's a lot. How are you? I should have wrote it down. But if you did come to that decision, what are you? What what's gonna be kind of your 
what you gonna tell people when they kind of question you on it? Mm. Um, maybe the simple thing to ask is, are you gonna stay aware of everything? Then we can go to the second part. <laughs> I think for me, uh, politics is probably one of the biggest things that I just can't like put myself to like follow on a daily basis or whenever the campaign start or elections. Um, even like with this one, like I try to sit through like the democratic um, debates and I just couldn't do it, man. It was just nothing interesting to me. And it's sad because I'm just like, I need to know this stuff, but at the same time, like watching it, I just don't feel stimulated to even finish it. Um, almost because a lot of the <clears throat> like social media and society has had like an impact on how I view things now based off of like, you know, this campaign's almost been a joke in a way it's times or like some people are, I've heard talk about it being a reality show and all this stuff. So it's like, I don't know if it's still not taking it seriously on that aspect, but I am staying informed. I try to read articles, especially with you, like Brian and uh, Cammy in the group when they try to, if they, have, they can fill us in if we have questions and stuff like that. But it's just hard. Um, it's just something I try. To, I try to teach myself and to be involved with because I I have to still go and vote, but it's not easy. Yeah, I think I'm in pretty much the same boat as Conrad as far as like I don't I don't follow it either, and for many of those same reasons. So I, I can kind of jump to your next point to how I got to that this how I came to that decision, and I'll start off by like I honestly did try to, to be invested into politics in general and I started off watching the debates watching the state of the union those type of things and none of it interested me I couldn't find a hold of my attention but still thinking it was important to at least stay semi you know informed I started trying to watch more entertaining ways of taking it in so I watched things like the daily show or I forgot what John Oliver John Oliver show is so you know just so I can at least try to stay a little bit up to date but not necessarily be bored by it but i found myself entertained yes but also angry like just learning about how many things were wrong with our system and how much things are heading in the wrong direction i found myself walking away from these shows not entertained as much as i was just upset so i stopped watching them like i'm not gonna think i get up i get home from work and i want to find entertainment not just come home and get mad so i found myself caring less and less and informing myself less and less and admittedly, that, that's a problem. So I, I do try to find ways to take in some information. Like when I'm on Reddit, I'll try to quickly read an article that may come across my timeline. Or um, I listen to the Spotify Daily Drive, which in- incorporates news with your music. So I tend to end up getting some articles during my, <coughs> my daily commute that help me to at least try to stay at least semi-aware of what's going on. But at the end of the day, I kind of feel like I know that my vote is not really going to change. Like, I know that when it comes to the 2020 presidential election, I'm more likely going to be voting the blue ticket. And then that's not to say that that's where my allegiance lies, but just with the current climate we're in, I don't see any other option. So I don't feel a need to necessarily stay up to date on everything that's going on. And it feels like at the end of the day, my, my vote's not going to change. Mm. That's valid. How do you think, how do you think we can um, change that? Because, I mean, the 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 black vote is obviously so important, but the youth vote, the millennial vote is extremely important, especially for this next election as they're going to have one of the highest, you know, voting blocks of all really. Um, 
how do how do you think we can change that? Is it a is there a medium that we're not tapped into that offers, you know, political insight? I see like um media platforms like the Breakfast Club has become like a hot stop on this election cycle. I see podcasts jumping up every day. I see different websites and apps that are popping up, but it still seems to be like that that disconnect with I see it a lot with black men, I can say, just based on my conversations. But like what what do you think can be done to kind of get more people invested and aware so ultimately they show up next November and they don't feel like, oh, it's not gonna matter either way. Mm. I'm really curious to hear if you if you have any ideas, honestly, because I to me I feel like it's one of those I don't know what the proper term for it is. I would call it preaching to the choir. Whereas like the people who are listening to these podcasts or listening to the people who are telling you to go out and vote are only are the ones who are already invested. So it's like how are we? I don't know how we're gonna reach people who don't care at all. But uh, I if think, you have any ideas, I'm definitely uh, love to hear it. For me, I think it's more of, at the end of the day, it's still that person because it's rare to find a person who doesn't have a smartphone who doesn't have social media and social media is like the port like the hub for this right now if you haven't missed if you can't watch the debate you can go on twitter and you can find out what's trending and that debate's trending and you can just follow all the you know verified people talking about it or following it you know so it's hard to say that there's no way these things are easily accessible other than it's just down to the fact of the person i mean like ron said it's we we can't say oh let's put more ads on social those things are already there um now it it probably can go further about you know education and getting to know you know about your government and all that stuff that can stem to areas that don't get um quality education due to the background or socioeconomic status that can definitely have an impact. So they don't they don't even grow up knowing or caring to vote in some aspects. So I don't know where you find that until you still point at yourself or you know, you to figure out how to like stay involved. Some people just it takes time, but you know, you actually just jogged my brain with something when you when you were talking there. I think there actually there could I would say there might be an opportunity to improve the type of messages we're getting out to people. Because when I think about what I see on my timeline, I definitely see a ton of, you know, make sure you're registered to vote, make sure you're aware of when the election day is and things like that. But I don't see too much about, you know, here are the most important things for you in your daily life that you should be concerned about. Like if someone says, are you, is X, Y, and Z important to you? Well, here's the person in your city or in your area who's in charge of that. So make sure you pay attention to the who's running for this. Like I don't see enough of that going around and maybe it's just my own not signing up for the right things, but I think that we we could work on improving what we're mm. telling people so that way they can understand more about why they should care. Because maybe I don't care about the election, but I see someone talk about, are you tired of seeing potholes? Well, here's that person in your office who can help fix them. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, well, I make sure, let me make sure mm. I look at that because I'm no tired of like, Michigan. Oh. And then you get more invested from there. <laughs> right, I don't think anyone in Michigan does that. They give up that job. There's <laughs> some dead guy collecting checks. That yeah, that makes sense. Brian, what's up? Yeah, I would say um, I would say hearing black men talk about it would help. So well, finding men that you trust 
rather be on the media platform or just in a mentor role or whatever it may be. I mean, I feel like mentorship in the black male community is so needed right now. Um, But I think that's one way to help because I think the main reason, I think one main reason that people don't feel comfortable talking about politics is because they don't understand it all and they don't want to seem, you don't want to come off dumb. Yeah. I know that's what I went through Mm -hmm. a lot. Um, when I didn't want to talk about it or I would shy away from talking about it with people. Because if you knew more about it than me, then I'm like, oh, well, I'm, I shouldn't, I should never be in this conversation. Which is not true. It just can mean that I maybe interpret things differently than you and some stuff that's important to you may not be important to me. Um, I also think we got to get back to like making sure that we are giving it as much time as we do all these other platforms. I mean, from the shade room to, to all the drama that can happen on social media, like make sure you follow a few accounts who are talking politics, who can give you that you trust again, again, that you trust and get your information some type of way, whatever it may be. And however much or little bit it is, um, because this is an important election. Everyone is. Every election is important. And it is true that every election is the most important election in your life because it's going to dictate so much of what's going to happen to you over the next however many years that you that that person is going to be in office. And we got so we know how shitty the current bitch that's in the White House is. <laughs> that's real. But can I interject real quick, Brian? Because I do have that. That brings up a discussion topic that I have. Yeah. I feel like it's a feeling that I have that maybe other people have as well. And it's that I personally don't feel like who our current president is at this time in my life really has an impact on my daily life. I like, disagree. I don't, I don't, I feel like I'm not rich enough for the tax stuff to impact me. I'm not like in a position where the healthcare, like Obamacare, anything like that impacts me. So it's like, I, it's hard for me to see in my day to day life how who the current president is impacts what I'm doing with my day. And let me be clear that I, I know that there's definitely people out there who are impacted. There's a lot of bad things happening because of who's in office, but just my personal experience doesn't feel impacted by the change of office. Yeah, I just I disagree with that only because like if I look at like the performance 401k and how the decisions or the words that are used in the White House or information that comes out of the White House, like the impact it has on my 401k. I look at how, you know, some of the threats that we have around trade are impacted, how much we are paying at the grocery store and how much we're paying for different services and the the fees associated with it. I mean, hell, the the job by my family, like how they're impacted by the jobs that they have and with the health insurance, like if they can even afford to keep them on and what type of hours they're getting. So I feel it. It may not, I, I may not like, no, I like I can eat every day and yeah, I can go to the doctor whenever I want to, even though that even has changed over the last three years. Like my health coverage has changed a lot where I'm coming a lot more out of pocket now due to some of the policies that have put in, been put into place and some of the quote unquote cost saving measures that my employer has 
told me that they've been forced to make. Um, I don't know. I just feel like I, I, I may not feel it like, oh, my God, I'm not worried about tomorrow not having food on my plate. But I definitely feel the difference over the last three years. I see both sides because I was on Ron's um, side for a while because, I mean, it, it really doesn't. I mean, sometimes on a daily basis, I can see Ron saying, like, look, I wake up in the morning, I go to work, I do the same thing I was doing when Obama was in, you know, in the seat, in the Oval Office, and when Bush was there, like, same exact thing is happening now, except it's just a piece of shit that's there. Um, so my life is moving forward. I'm getting paid. I'm making money. Um, and I felt that way at times too. I was like, I'm not going to let this one person who's probably never going to know who I am, never going to see me, never going to really come down to Richmond and be like, Hey, you're doing such a great job. No, like I'm going to give you a raise. I'm going to take your money away. So it's like, never, I wouldn't allow it to, but then the way Brian described it makes you think on a deeper level. Um, that makes you think that, oh, so it's the minute things that you're not paying attention to, like your policies that change to affect a couple thousand dollars off your insurance or um, the next door neighbors who were very friendly to you and now have every reason not to be are looking at you sideways or talking to you differently. Uh, so I guess those those little side impacts that you don't necessarily they don't shake you right away, especially if they're not directed towards you, but they will build up. And I can see those do impact our daily life. It's just that if it's not directly to us, we don't see it yet. But um, I see, I just see both sides of it and I understand both sides. But again, it's how you do decide to try to internalize it or make it work or you know, how, you, how you handle everything. You feel me? But I would, yeah, I definitely do. I would just say, like, don't be afraid to talk about it. Like, with your friends or be careful who you talk about it with. <laughs> I mean, hopefully it's people you trust. I wouldn't go, you know, telling everybody your political views because that's your right to keep it to yourself. Uh, but it's so important that we're, like, semi-invested and we are making informed decisions because as we see I mean stuff can happen in a in an instant not well it feels like it happened in an instant um that can have life changing opportunities. I mean hell look at the Supreme Court look at the the courts all around the country that are gonna probably be around for our lifetime the majority of our lifetime and have a big impact on our life uh, due to this four-year administration. Hopefully, it's only four years, but yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, you stay well. Right there. <laughs> stay well. You know, another thing is just like I feel like politics. Sorry, I feel like I'm dragging this out. Is like the news where you just don't. Every time you turn it on, there'll be a few good things to hear about, but most of the time, it's just bad things happening around the world. That's just how it is for me. Sometimes watching politics is just like. Mm-hmm. Oh, like this whole thing is just sometimes just bullshit facade you're putting on TV just to get votes, and you're gonna get in here and what? I, you know, you got to make these changes, but it's just that like facade of like in the moment, like they're debating and saying all these great things that we want to hear that we want to, and I get it. That's what you're supposed to, do, but I'm just like, man, 
you're on some bullshit right now. You know that, right? At some point. Like, it's just like, I believe you and I don't. So it's just like the news, like, you, we can say the same things, like, how you keep updated with what's happening in the world. Like, if you're someone who's, like, doesn't want to see things that are negative all the time, or you time you turn on the TV, a second child has been shot, or another black man, it's like, it's so annoying. It's like, demoralizing and can be heavy so you're like well fuck i'm just not gonna pay attention to the news because i'm tired of all this crap sometimes i feel the same way about politics it's just i don't want to follow it because at some point it becomes it's it's no longer politics and it's just well i guess in today's world it is this is politics of debating and being dirty and nasty and rumors and that's just how you win but it's just after a while it gets like all right yeah i agree with you it's very draining and that's why, I mean, I feel like you do need to be selective on where you get your information from, when you get it, and who you go to with whatever questions or, you know, discussions you want to have. Because you can you can really heat yourself up with all the information that's out there, especially if you're a 24-hour news person. Mm. Because, ooh. Honestly, I feel like 24-hour news was one of the worst things to happen to, like, news. Like, <laughs> regular news and sports news. Yeah. Like, the need to feel airwaves all day, every day, really just led to so many unnecessary things being brought out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's a topic for another day. We ain't got to get into all that. That's true, though. <laughs> I'm with you. All right. So, we, we can go ahead and pay some bills, take a quick little break, and we're going to come back and holler at y'all with a few more who's men who so down in the street wilding. We'll be right back, y'all. All right, y'all, we back, we back, we back. And like I said, we got a few more who's mans we got to call out tonight. So I'm going to go ahead and pass it right off to my man's Conrad and let him tell y'all what's going on. All right. We all know why y'all really listening. It's for this part of the podcast. And we got some special folk out here in this world we call. Um, And... uh I know we talk about this every summer, how we damn tired of the heat and how the heat making us act a fool and do stupid shit. People ain't putting on deodorant. But mm. I think this summer, <laughs> I know <laughs> I know we talk about it, but this summer was something else. I know on the East Coast, it was, it felt like hell. 100 plus every day and I know you guys down down in Texas are just laughing and giggling at us like y'all some little punks but this heat is doing something to the people in the world especially on the roads and traffic ways and highways where road rage exists so we're driving in Atlanta right mm. I'm gonna put you, put you guys in this storyline from what I read the article so you're driving to, through Atlanta and you notice that... Hey, what kind of car am I in? Your fellow... Yeah. What kind of car you want to drive? Can I get Ooh, a drop top? Color? It's hot. I want to, like, let the top down and just let it breeze. All right. Wait, so but what color is drop it? Top no, I'm just playing. <laughs> and then my crew's in the street. And do I got a real, real you... pretty thing waiting for me? Only if it's 7 o'clock on the dock. Okay, go ahead, pull Karen. up. And <laughs> oh, <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, so you and Ron cruising. Ron's driving. It was a pretty little thing. <laughs> pretty little thing is Ron. <laughs> All right, y'all driving down, and you notice that these two cars 
are neck to neck and there's some real rage going around. Dude is cussing the other dude out. Next thing you know, you guys are pulled over into a gas station. Other cars pull through. They're yelling at each other. You know how that goes. F you, you cut me off. How you going to slow down and brake check me? Blah, 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 blah. You know, and you sometimes if you're in the hood, this can escalate a little farther. Pop, hop out the car. You know, might might say, oh, I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going to beat you up. But y'all don't do anything for a good, like, five minutes. And then someone finally says, well, bet that. So now y'all, like, Brian probably got his phone out. Like, oh, shit, Ron, something about to happen. Something about to happen. Dude goes back in his car. And usually people think, oh, I'm going to pop the trunk on your ass and pull out a gun or blah, 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 blah. But this dude decides to grab a machete. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> Why did he have that? Okay, that's that was my question. Where so now you I buy a machete? Co- okay, number one question. All right, so where do you think you buy a machete? I mean, honestly, okay. this is America, so Walmart. I was gonna say, if they have Walmart, they just be walking by them. Probably a whole section we don't have access to. Like, we're not regulars enough. Like, you got a secret passage to go like, to Walmart. If you got the Walmart car and they open up a whole door for you and it's like all web and shit. Like, there, there are parts of Walmart. Good to see I'd you again, Brian. Go to. <laughs> like, I'd never go to like the, the paint section at Walmart. Is that where the machete is? They right there in the middle because you, you never see down that far. <laughs> get your fresh bucket of paint and we throw in a machete. <laughs> Buy two, get one free. <laughs> but that was my first thing. I was thinking of like, all right. One, why would he have? Okay, so he got the machete. Why would he have a machete in the middle of Atlanta? Honestly, like, I can't, I can't give you a good reason to have a machete. Like, <laughs> Brian, Brian, why are you giggling? What you about to say? I'm just saying, like, Atlanta, you never know what you're going to get on any day. And, like, you got to be prepared in a few ways more than once. All right, but anyway, so on this video, the guy gets out of runs out of the goes to his car comes back out and chases this other dude who he was in the road rage with with a machete i know i shouldn't be laughing or i really shouldn't be making a joke out of this but when you see the guy running around the car and this dude just chasing him with a machete it's i just feel like you need to play that cartoon theme song in the background <laughs> where they're chasing each other <laughs> <laughs> The guy was fine, though. He, apparently, he swiped the machete. He caught it. First of all, that's a dull-ass machete because he apparently oh, caught it. Like, cut. Chuck Norris that he was going up against? <laughs> the fuck? Just catch the machete? Right. <laughs> so, you know, another brother was safe, but the heat was doing something to people in Atlanta, but it didn't stop there. All right? So, our next who's man, I don't know at what point in your life I hope I never get to this point where I really say fuck it all. And I don't care who's who's at anywhere to stop me. I don't care about the police. I don't care about the army. I don't care about the Cheeto. Like, all that <laughs> stuff. So this dude is going, you know, I don't know if you're taking vacation if you're carrying this. Like, I wouldn't know where you'd be going with this. But, you know, security is probably the worst thing to go through at an airport. Now, Brian, he loves the airport, all right? <laughs> Brian <laughs> has the best time at the airport. He's always on time, air quote, always on time. But for this right. some I reason, he's I late. Need. Okay. 
He's late, it's hot, he's already pissed that he put on deodorant and it's activated before he even left the house. He <laughs> wow. He's now sweating in line at security, trying to hurry up, but there's this one person in front of him that's holding everything up. There's always that one person. Always. Always. So Brian's looking at this dude. Hey, you know, hold on, that was what pissed me off about that one person. They always <laughs> find a need to be like on the phone or something. And it's like you can't even barely do this. Why are you doing two things at once? And then got the most bass. Like, where the fuck are you going on vacation? I'm sorry. I just got mad because I know that person. Uh, so Brian's here at BWI in Baltimore, just like, dude, I need you to hurry up. And this guy, person, woman, I don't even know. It has to be a dude because women aren't this stupid. Um, and this this dude decides to put his, they like pass through his, um, put his bag on the conveyor, you know, walk through. Hey, if you don't have TSA, you got to take your shoes off, belt, blah, 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 blah. Boom. So dude thinks he's cool walking through. And I feel like at this point, the TSA people had to be laughing because they just couldn't believe what was, what the x-ray was showing. So this dude decides <laughs> to try smuggle a missile launcher. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a, a missile launcher through the detectors at Baltimore Airport. And, and, I'm like, I and once again, <laughs> once again, you got to pause and ask, where do you get that from? <laughs> so <laughs> he got it from Walmart. Remember, instant, remember, instant before you would just be walking around the place, yep. and they're like, "Oh, there's a missile launcher. <laughs> hey, <bitch>. let's go." <laughs> like, why did I need a missile launcher? Like, Look, who's this one? The guy, the, the guy was coming from the passenger. I'm just the passenger is coming from Texas, Jacksonville, Texas. What's 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 Jacksonville? Look, like? I ain't you never been there, there, and I ain't never going there. there. I ain't never <laughs> been there. <laughs> and I ain't Let me tell you something about there. Texas. There are a lot of big cities. We got <laughs> our big cities, and there are a lot of small cities. And I go from big city to big city with no stops in between. It, it, <laughs> Sorry. And don't stop. I get gas in the big city and I run out in the in the big city. All right. All right. That's it. Nothing in between. I don't do small town Texas. Yo, so this dude, like I okay, so the second question, your TSA, do you even like are you I guess I'd be scared with in today like with today's world and what's happening and all that because you you're looking at it and you're like, dog, this dude is trying to shoot up something. I'd like get a load of this guy. What a dumbass. This is how you try to smuggle a missile launcher on a plane. Like he hasn't wanted to get caught. This gotta be part of some type of larger scheme, like some type of Joker type shit where he got caught on purpose. Because ain't nobody this dumb. Dog, it's some it's probably someone's grandpa. Because yes last time the grandpa was trying to smuggle weed under <laughs> or not weed, cocaine under a toupee that wasn't, wasn't right. Sending your grandpas to the airport with, with <laughs> weapons and drugs. This is not funny. <laughs> It says the TSA officers at BWI Airport detected this missile launcher in a check bag earlier this morning. <laughs> Man said he was bringing it back from Kuwait as a souvenir. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. What is this? Uh, souvenir. He put that on the customs form. <laughs> just yeah, something, I got a souvenir. Just something. Just You're something like, oh, that? That's, that's, yeah, I found that. I found that. Put it on my wall. What if there's some type of viral challenge going on amongst old men that we don't know about? Just go to the airport with crazy shit and see what you can get away with? <laughs> <laughs> if there's a story next week of an old man, then I old believe Old man it. Twitter got their own challenge going on that we don't even know about yet. 
But look, man, whose man's trying to smuggle? Like, the people are getting nervous about trying to smuggle weed. You over here trying to smuggle a whole thing that will take the plane down. Thank God they caught him. So, it doesn't stop there because there's another who's man's. And uh, is Brian still with us or he just kind of just left? Brian is always here. You know, when Brian's not talking, I feel like something's wrong. Nah, we hear you. Wait, do you hear me? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh, All right. <laughs> so this who's man's goes to a beautiful country in the motherland that you know I'm proud of where I'm from. I'm proud of my people, my continent, and my country. But then there's sometimes where you know our people just don't know when to stop. Now, this isn't caused by heat because people of Africa are always in the heat. All right. So they're immune to that. So in this case, I'm just going to go with the the hustler's disease, the African hustler's disease. I'm a hustler. I'm a, I'm a hustler. You know? Oh, so usually you hear about Nigeria, they're the biggest scammers in the world, blah, blah, blah. They'll call you to, you know, send you an email saying, try to bring a prince back here and You'll save this kid, blah, 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 blah. And people fall for it and they lose thousands of dollars. And then you have these other hustlers from my beautiful country of Uganda that just will make tell you that the sky is red and they'll sell you to you <laughs> with that vision. And you won't notice that's coming. And then you have the pastors and preachers of Africa that I don't know, I don't know what they put in the in the communion bread or communion drink. I don't know what they do to get these people to believe in everything they say to the T. We've heard, <laughs> I still don't believe that this is true, but I'm still going to say it because it's, it's not far-fetched. This one pastor <laughs> back in Africa told the women, the women in the congregation that he was blessed with holy juice that came out of his penis. Oh, I remember if that. Drank <laughs> this, if you drink this juice... I don't know what that means. Oh, I don't know, Jerry, but like, what you know about that? I don't know what that means. But if you, you know, if you drank from this fountain, if <laughs> 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 you drank from this fountain, that you'd be closer to God or some, you know, some bullshit he talked. Wow. And then we have one evangelist, and these are all evangelists, of course. That told has all these. We saw that fake one that was bringing back the guy from the dead that was going to hit viral, like <laughs> on Twitter. That this dude brought this guy back from dead, and you, we have people in churches getting wrestled, body slammed, and all of a sudden they're healed from their paralysis after being stone cold stunned. So I don't know what this hustle is, but you know, this pastor in Kenya decided that I'm going next level, you know. People all believe that Jesus is white. So all these Africans saying that they're Jesus and they're black is kind of, you know, it's far-fetched for them. They ain't going to believe me. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to hire a guy that look like white Jesus, bring him all the way over here to Kenya and tell him that Jesus has come. And today's the D-Day and Jesus has come back to earth and have all these followers following right behind him. That so, is... let me tell you what this guy first of all what this 
fake Jesus' name is and where his what his company name is because he has a company. <laughs> so this guy's <is> Michael. <laughs> so first of all, the Kenyan government has allegedly moved with speed to arrest and deport a man who has been misconstrued as Jesus in the country of Kenya. A reliable source confirmed that Fred Matinji has cited the deportation orders. So there's two pastors who are also involved on hiring Jason Loves Your Evangelistic <laughs> Ministries Call Michael Job. That's what his ad was. Oh, Jesus Loves You Evangelistic Ministries Michael Job appeared in Kenya as dressed as Jesus Christ and was paraded through the town by his new followers. They out here making Jason try to dance African on African beats. Jason <laughs> don't even have a two step. <laughs> Wait, so they, they oh, said right, not only did Jesus come back, but he got a two step. <laughs> hey, hey, I got, I got my wine and my two step. Right. My wine and my two step. Got my bread and my two step. <laughs> wow. <laughs> They had a crusade with this dude, man. And you know what's so crazy? Jesus was giving a live feed on Facebook. <laughs> hey, boy, Jesus reporting live. He was like, "Hey, we getting ready for this crusade first night. We pull up, pull up, pull up on the scene." Reporting live from the motherland about to save humanity again. <laughs> hey, we back in the make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Yo, hey. so I can't even get mad at fake Jesus. Because he was just he was just doing what the Africans are doing known to do best is hustle. He was trying to hustle on his side. Like I can't knock the hustle. But my fellow Africans, why do you guys fall for this time and time and time again? When it like comes it's to not this? funny, but I'm so, imagining all the aunties who are like really buying into this, <laughs> who are really <laughs> yo thought that aunties like. Crying, I bet. Like, really just believe it that he's back. He's here drinking with you, taking this, <laughs> taking this dance, taking this right? Jesus. Yeah, I'm here to see aunt, the other auntie. Where she live at? Oh, all right, let's walk down the street real quick with me. <laughs> and there's the thing is, these pastors make so much money, which is filthy about it. There's another, like, this quote unquote evangelist that is like a multi millionaire in Uganda and has all these, has this like I guess you would say a cult or following and he has people believing he can float, he has people who levitate and come down as an angel and do all these things I get it, there's a spiritual level people have and I'm not knocking what your spiritual level is but there's some things like, come on y'all like <laughs> like you can't be telling you can't be telling me you believe in that. Oh, honey, go suck the pastor's dick. You're gonna get a healthy living, and you're gonna fill his. Like, come on. Yeah, can't tell me that. That's what you're saying now. Like, oh, it's fine. Like, so I don't know how. Like, I know there are influences in this world, and people can talk their way through anything and make it happen and change, persuade people. But man, the mind is a powerful and weak thing at the same time which is scary so hey if y'all out there fake pastoring like just don't just don't go tweeting on twitter like hey we we at this place pull up i'm gonna pray for you because the people ain't gonna really believe that you know how many fake jesus twitter accounts they out 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 there right now (laughs) fake fake jesus facebook like all types of jesus what if they had a war like Fake black Jesus pulled up, or fake Indian Jesus pulled up. Like, come on now. 
That's a podcast right there. The fake season podcast. No, I'm not gonna say that. Fake. All right. It's a pretty big jump from where we're at. Hey, don't be a who's man. Still, you're gonna find y'all. Y'all liars. If you're gonna smuggle, like again, last week I told y'all, or two weeks ago. Damn, two weeks. Two weeks ago I told y'all. If y'all gonna commit the crime, do it accurately, do it correct. We're not promoting it, but don't be pulling up with a toupee that don't fit. Don't try to hide a missile launcher in your carry-on and act like nothing happened. <laughs> like you right. don't have PSA don't play that. Y'all saw it out. Like, okay. So that's all I have for today, y'all. Look at that. I feel like we've been through a lot. I feel like it was a lot of people out there who were fooling, and I'm glad we had this opportunity to put them right where they belong. Look, Thank you guys for coming together tonight. It's hot, all right? We're going to August, and that's like hell week over, over here. If y'all from the DMV on the East Coast right now, hell week, hell month starts tomorrow. So if y'all out there put sunscreen on, yes, as black people, you should be putting sunscreen on. My white brothers and sisters, make sure you're putting on the right SPF, whatever, because some of y'all need extra, or some, I don't know what you need, but you need more of it so you don't get third-degree burns out there. You guys put on sunscreen. Yes, yes. I started to. <clears throat> I started I feel like to, I man. never did as a kid, and I find never, that problem, but like, I'm not going to check my face like, about that. <laughs> like, like, they put you in, this da- in danger. I will say I got sunburned one time. And right, I, how did your sunburn feel? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, never again. Yeah, that's, that's okay. That yeah. Never. never. <laughs> that's like I feel, like, feel kind of good towards the end. I know, like, right. like I, I, I thought that's what was happening to me, and then when I knew it was what was happening, oh, you getting that shower? You ain't never gonna be the same. See, I had a different experience with my sunburn. Like, it didn't. It was just like like tingling. My skin was just tingling, and then that was really it. Like I went and took a shower. You got sun boiled. You didn't get sunburned. Like, <laughs> uh, you would know when you get sunburned. Oh yeah, it, it hurt. Skin, it start peeling. You like? I, was, well, I definitely was peeling. Goddamn minute! What is going? Like even even someone just looking at your skin make it hurt. Like that's that's when you know yeah. you're sunburned. I thought I was dying. I need to upgrade your melanin. Ooh, I'm Conrad. I got a lot of melanin. Oh, that's all right. Oh, there you go. Conrad, you're going to eat cancer. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> Where's the positivity? Conrad, I don't want to get that. No, don't say that. Oh, no, no, no. All right, child. We appreciate y'all listening. If y'all want to join in the conversation, y'all feel free to reach out to us. I got a lot of ways y'all can get at us. We got our Gmail inbox, podcast at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Instagram or Twitter at Who's Man's Podcast, Facebook page, Who's Man's This. Make sure however you're listening, you like and subscribe, hit the review button, hit the ratings, leave a comment, let us know what you like, what you don't like. Suggest a topic. If you want to come join, let us know. Like, hit us up, y'all. Um, Conrad, do you have any positivity for us, or should we just should we just go ahead and get out of here? Oh, we, are we not? Are we not giving Brian a goodbye? Wow. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, he gonna he gonna do something with it. Go, go, Conrad, t- I mean Brian, tell him how to get at you. Hey, don't let me a god. And um, yeah, I love you both, and I love all you listeners out there. Yeah, BDB. <laughs> Sorry. 
I don't know where that came from. <laughs> BDD. Shout out to Martin. <laughs> Shout out to Martin. <laughs> hey, you guys can find me on thatfella underscore Kanye on Twitter, Big C22 on Instagram. Um, I've had a lot of different things this past week. I like you that one. hate you, dog. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Somebody drop an email right now. You should hear him right now. He has to go. That's the new one. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So <clears throat> I wasn't at week, but I do have something. Um, I saw a tweet today that said, when you begin to feel detached from all outcomes because where you are right now, is exactly where you need. Just remember, where you are right now is exactly where you need to be, and what will be is already in the works. Mm. So it's halfway through the week. It's about to start our new month tomorrow. It's the first of a new chapter. Um, take advantage of that. Like July might not have been your month, but you have a whole new month, a whole new day, and just take take care of the things you need to take care of. Take care of yourself. If you have goals, I know a lot of people were doing that Beyonce challenge that she had. I think it was what is it, eight months, six months, whatever it was. You still have, and you and you've been doing it. Stick with it. Stick with whatever plan you have. Um, if you need inspiration, find it through the people that are around you. Every single day, there's someone that's inspiring and making a movement. Get involved with your communities. Brian was talking about being a mentor, especially if you're a black man. We need black mentors. <clears throat> Go out there and impact someone's lives because you don't understand how like, beneficial it is for that person and how much good positive energy and vibes are filling your heart every time you do something positive. So go out there, love them somebody, hug them somebody. First of the month tomorrow, so make that change. make Flip that switch. Make and remember, don't be a fucking who's man. Because we're going to find Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Rinse, dude. Damn. Damn. Phone bill, electric bill. Right? Peace out, y'all. Oh, Donald. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's all we're going to leave it. And I whoop. Ha, 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 ha.